Welcome to Web37. I'm Erica Lee, the NFT editor for 137PM. We want to highlight and help you get to know up-and-comers in the Web3 space. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good afternoon time. Good morning. Good afternoon. What are we? 104. So yeah, we're afternoon. But you are morning, I believe. How we doing? Sort of. How we doing? How we doing? Great. Uh, Tyler, I'm gassed up, Tyler. I'm gassed up off that call. Gassed I'm, up. Ga- I'm gassed up as well. <laughs> we, uh, by happenstance, Mark, Jeff, and I actually were just on a uh, on a call together previous before this, so we're coming here with a little bit of a little bit of shared energy. Um, anyone that is in here and listening, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to tune in. Seems like we've now this is our 60th uh, space. 1.37 p.m. is hosted, uh, talking all things, but three NFTs. I don't have, the number 60 doesn't really have any relevance in my life, so I can't make up something to, to have some witty line. But if you're here, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I'm excited. We're going to uh, we're gonna get to chat with two very close friends of mine, to be frank, uh, Mark and Jeff. Uh, both of these individuals I've had a relationship with before I had heard the term NFT. Uh, and so it's been a fun journey of kind of just evolving, building, being in these spaces together, learning, growing, fucking up, failing, messing up, and continuing forth. Um, and so excited to jam and chat all about it. Um, Jeff, Mark, are both of you going to be here jumping in, chatting? Uh, is any of the rest of the crew here as well? Yeah, we'll be here. Um, Jeff is taking off for most of these spaces, but he wanted to, wanted to come on for this one specifically. And then Jeremy is under the Sneaks of Nature account. Tyler, Sweet. I don't even know. I don't even know if you really know. Like in the origin story, when we basically discovered NFTs, January of twenty twenty one, it was literally the email with Gary, and then that Sunday, you came. Remember that? I remember. We didn't know anything about anything. Nothing. Yep. Yep. I remember that trip vividly. I remember texting. I remember, I remember texting with y'all on the plane into landing. And uh, why don't we use that to just set the quick stage of kind of who the two of you are, for those that may not know, like a three-minute kind of iconic little bit of background and then what the last kind of six months has manifested into. And then we'll get into sneaks, what you guys are building with that. Jeff emerging in the world as, as kind of putting a face to the name and obviously Jeff's had a, a, a journey in and of himself and all these platforms are changing and navigating all that. So yeah, give us a quick two minute synopsis on just the, the business that y'all have operated and, and iconic in general. Appreciate you. Uh, I'll do, do a quick backstory. So uh, long story short, uh, I've known Jeff for 12, 13 years. I'm the co-founder of Iconic, more on the business side. Jeff is the lead creative lead artist. And um, yeah, I guess we can just fast forward to 2014, 2015-ish. Um, I started managing an artist. I realized that nobody could afford the art. So I dropped a limited time print and uh, it did very well. And I noticed that there was a hole in the affordable art market. And um, Jeff and I were broke working together uh, for a hat company called Melon in Carlsbad, Carlsbad, San Diego. And uh, Jeff's always been really, really good at seeing kind of where the puck is going, the attention is going. 
and noticed on Instagram, everybody was posting, you know, motivational quotes, pop culture, memes, photography. Uh, so we just kind of married the two concepts together, started dropshipping art uh, in 2016, um, formed the name Iconic. And then you fast forward to March of 2017, um, we moved from Squarespace to Shopify and we learned about digital marketing, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads. Uh, things picked up fast. We did six, six, uh, six figures in revenue the first month, 13 months in a row, we went up in revenue, um, attracted the attention of some pretty big name entrepreneurs. Uh, I guess for the sake of this conversation, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, was one of our first investors. Um, and yeah, and then you can just kind of fast forward five years. Um, I think we've built uh, a nice reputable did we brand. first meet did we first meet in person at the sneaker launch in l a yeah I, like, I, think, I have a vivid yeah, memory yeah, of, sure. you, of Jeff you on the sidewalk with the hat with the owl logo. I feel like that was our first real link yeah. the case the case Swiss like sneaker palace yeah. l a in l a yeah that's exactly right that's I, exactly right. I then I then met you after um, when I met with uh, with AJ before I even met Gary. I don't know if you remember that as well. So yep, yep. Was that at it, maybe the old office? I think it's the same office. I remember. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We just talked about it. AJ definitely thought I was a, a crazy person, but that's a, a whole <laughs> other story. Um, we were and still are. Uh, it's working out. We good. Exactly um, right. So. So yeah, so we've built Iconic for five, six years now, um, really acquired tons of licenses, uh, Muhammad Ali, NBA, Peanuts, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, um, and built, um, you know, a great brand. Um, and it's actually a conversation, as I mentioned before, January of 2021, 50-minute conversation with Gary, and then Tyler actually flew into Arizona for three, four, five days, um, and really just taught us um, kind of the baseline understanding of what NFTs and Web3 and crypto can kind of enable. And from there, it was just, you know, a psychotic focus of going down rabbit holes and learning and listening and YouTube videos. Um, and then you can kind of fast forward to January of this year. Um, Jeff actually grew up on the same block as Jeremy, our president, who's under uh, the Sneaks of Nature account now. And, um, you know, Jeff's stepdad said, hey, have you spoke to Jeremy? Um, he's into that, you know, that Web3 crypto stuff. That was a Thursday. Friday, we all got in the phone call. Saturday, we offered him a job. Sunday, he accepted the job. Monday, he went into his office, quit his job. Tuesday, uh, packed his bags, took a one-way ticket to Arizona, and now lives and works here. And um, I really would say that was kind of, you know, we were dabbling in it in 2021. But I think, you know, having a core member of your team that's Web3 native kind of you know, puts everything in kind of different perspective. So that was kind of the journey uh, where Web3 started. And, you know, that's when we started the Relics Pass and obviously Sneaks is coming soon. Um, let's give a little bit of context uh, on the Relics Pass and then we can go deep into Sneaks. Yep. Uh, Jeremy, before, we, before we do that, I want to, there's something that is on my mind that I, I think is interesting because, you know, I think that in this 2015, 2016, and Iconic gets launched, the, the world like Facebook advertising and like when you talk about Squarespace and Shopify, like everything was just exploding at rapid speeds. And it almost felt like if you knew how to play the game and understand Facebook ads, like it was a cheat code and you could build the foundation of really any sort of direct to consumer business. 
I know that that because VaynerMedia, it was obviously a huge part of our business we were doing, but all these kind of entrepreneurs like yourself kind of found this space, this new medium, this new attention driver that really was able to launch something. One of the things that I, I always think about is like, once you get on that kind of what I'll call drip or like attached to that kind of medium, it's almost hard to then pivot away or out of. But that was such white hot, like, like if you were in that world, it was happening, it was game on and real shit was happening. Then web, you know, web three comes and it feels almost like this new, like, okay, if you're willing to understand, learn and like actually execute and utilize the products and go full throttle, there's another like white space here to really build and upstart businesses. And, you know, the pivot isn't easy because it's starting fresh, learning new, what have you. You guys have now done that. And then the third aspect, which we were just talking about, which I think people are even coming to, is the organic reach of, like, short-form video across these platforms. And I know that y'all have now played and are doing incredibly well and building in all three. Um, it's, I, I just haven't really thought about that, that, like, through line. And I think that how it's the, – the learnings that you take from each one is important and I think empowers a lot of what you guys are up to. Yeah, I mean, I think the three line with everything, um, especially now that the arbitrage isn't there, um, you know, with Facebook and Instagram is just storytelling uh, and storytelling through media. And that's something that, you know, Jeff, Jake and the creative team um, have built um, this incredible story. We've launched four of the videos. We're about to launch a bunch more in relation to sneaks. And then, yeah, man, as you mentioned, um, it was a blessing and a curse, man. It took us so long. We were so reliant on Facebook and Instagram and then slowly we'd kind of fiend off of it. But, you know, it's literally, it's, it's unbelievable that Gary's just so early on all of this stuff. Um, we've, you know, started to focus a lot of our attention towards these other, um, which we once thought, once thought were like ancillary distribution channels, but now are the most important ones, the, the TikToks, YouTubes. And it's crazy to think that Facebook reels um, are becoming irrelevant. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah. Facebook is it's been really... It's been really hard to uh, break the habits and unlearn those things. Um, but I think the best thing about it is, you know, Jeff, um, I could basically say for his whole entire career has never been, he's been given uh, the keys to create whatever he wanted, but he's always had rules. Uh, and now since he is, you know, the leader and the creator of this new world, um, there is absolutely no rules. And I always say, until now, it's always been uh, photo, video, and his computer has been his weapons. Now he has the smart contract as well, which they've done. You know, Jeff and the creative team has done an amazing job of integrating um, stuff in our media that then coincides with the smart contract. So, yeah, man, there's so many more possibilities. Love it. You were going to hand it over to Jeremy to go for a little chatter about Iconic and Sneaks and all that jazz. Hit it. Yeah, uh, appreciate it, Tyler. I'll keep this brief. Um, Relics Pass, uh, some super exciting uh, news this morning. Uh, Relics Pass, core of Iconic. Uh, so moving that outside of the Meta Relics brand uh, and posted a, uh, a really in-depth uh, manifesto that kind of goes over the grand vision of that, how we're thinking about Iconic, how we 
are integrating various different uh, Web3 or, you know, quote unquote, Web 2.5 dynamics into the platform. We'll have an artist plus brand launch pad. Uh, so we'll be able to move uh, various different D2C brands and Web2 brands into Web3 and in a, a thont- an authentic and consumer-friendly way. Um, obviously, the benefits going down to our Relics Pass holders. Uh, and then just continuing to uh, expand out from there. Uh, we've got an iconic wallet coming in to make it easier for, for people to, to sign up and use Web3. Uh, so some exciting stuff there. Uh, just a quick note, if you want to learn more, go check out the article that we just uh, posted on the uh, iconic Twitter. Sweet. Real quick, um, uh, just for a little color, like you mentioned, uh, uh, you said the Relics Pass is kind of separating from Meta Relics and you said kind of core iconic. Can you just give a little color, like for those that are listening, maybe as a first time introduction to you guys' brand and what you're building, what is the Relics Pass and, and what is Meta Relics? Yeah, uh, so the, the Relics Pass was started in early March, and it is a 1,000-unit pass, and it is basically our core community. It is our 1,000 true fans, uh, and they get access uh, into everything that we do uh, at Iconic, at Sneaks of Nature, uh, and at MetaRelics. MetaRelics itself is a, uh, a tool for per- personalized token-gated commerce. Uh, the first product that we've rolled out there is the ability to connect your wallet and print your NFTs on high-quality canvas. Uh, and that's going to be evolving into various different products. Uh, but for, uh, for brand purposes, MetaRelics is now uh, that print, that tool, that utility. Uh, the Relics Pass, the core benefits that you're going to be receiving there, uh, among uh, amazing live events and a speaker series that we have in our Discord uh, and various different entertainment and media uh, utilities, uh, you'll be receiving what we call Relic Reserves. Uh, and these are 1,000 plus unit NFT collections that are either created or curated by Jeff Cole and by the roster of artists that we now have signed with Iconic. Uh, These allow us to work with some amazing artists as well as, um, you know, push the boundaries of what's possible with NFT technology. Uh, Super excited to announce our next Relic Reserve artist, uh, Shortstash, uh, at Shortstash, trademarked. Uh, Amazing photographer, one of eight signed to Canon. Uh, he is also a artist on Iconic. So if you search short stash on Iconic or you read the article that we posted this morning, uh, it dives into who he is and, and what his work is like. And uh, we'll have a lot more there in the future. Beautiful. Can we, Erica, Nick, production team, can we just uh, pin a tweet uh, of short stash if they have of their work? Yeah, or can, their uh, account, something like that. It's in the in the thread. In uh, that's the first pinned tweet here. Uh, the GM with a little coffee mug. Yeah, Great. I just pinned it. Beautiful, awesome, appreciate it. Uh, I'll clear up the the last benefit with Relics Pass. Uh, if you do own a Relics Pass, uh, you get one free mint to Sneaks of Nature and one discounted mint. Uh, so it is a three thousand three hundred thirty three piece collection. Our Relics Pass holders are being allocated almost two thirds of the collection. So. Staying true to the ethos that we are going to reward our core community uh, at every point possible. Uh, Jeff, let's get into the story and the origin of Sneaks of Nature. 
Um, I will just kick off the first question. I think we can just let the, uh, the conversation flow. Uh, where and when did you think of sneaks first? Yeah. So I'll give you a backdrop just on how sneaks kind of developed, um, you know, back in, in 2016, I started this sneaker style that went viral. Um, and every day after that moment in 2016, I put out over 500 pieces of sneaker art that you can check out on my Instagram at Cole. Um, but basically I just found white space, you know, on social media for, you know, sneaker content. And, you know, I dropped probably almost a piece every day for, you know, big sneaker releases and, um, you know, those gave me the opportunities to work with some of the biggest brands like Jordan and Nike and Adidas and Disney and Marvel. Um, and fast forward to kind of, you know, when Gary told us about Web3, we kind of frantically sat down and conceptualized for a long time. What could we do to evolve my style um, and create a project um, on the blockchain? And you know, it took, it took a while, it almost took, you know, it took many months to kind of conceptualize the idea um, and the story and how we want to include the blockchain in the story and how we want to include the community in the story. But, um, you know, that starts with Sneaks of Nature and it's, it's more of my illustration style instead of my photorealism style. I actually started, I'd actually done illustrating my whole life and 10 years of my design career was just an illustration in uh, digital illustration and not even photo realism and, and Photoshop stuff. So we're kind of just putting everything I've ever learned in business and art um, and licensing and working with blue chip brands into this, um, this brand of, of sneaks of nature. Um, and we are truly, I think this is white space in the sense that there is no sneaker franchise uh, developed around characters. And so we are going to be that, that for, you know, all the kids that grew up idolizing sneakers and, uh, that kind of that entire ecosystem and culture just hasn't been really given something like this. Um, so this is kind of our opportunity. And um, there's an insane story that's being developed. You know, the only thing we've released is these five short form videos and obviously all the crazy content. Um, but I truly believe we will have one of the most unique and innovative minting experiences. Um, we're going to hit you with a ton of episodes, a ton of experiences, a ton of, I, I don't even want to tell anyone to kind of keep the mystery there, but um, it's going to be like a three, four day, just epic um, storytelling um, uh, interaction between us and the community. Um, and I just can't wait. And it's hard holding all the excitement. So uh, is that date public on when that's all going to start rocking and rolling? Well, I'm not going to say when the first, the pin's going to drop, but the last pin is, you know, obviously August 31st. Um, that's all we're going to put out during the space in terms of timing, um, I think. But it's going to extend after that as well. But um, it'll start before and end after. And that'll just be kind of like the pilot and kind of trailer for the larger story we will, we will be telling. And um, there's a lot of other experiences and things we're going to drop in the coming weeks after mints. Like we've, we've been preparing this for obviously seven months. So we, uh, we're ready and prepared to drop all the next experiences and, and, you know, releases right after mint as well. So don't expect anything to stop. Uh, how do you think about, uh, the, the collecting, Creating art, investing, 
like from the blockchain perspective i know you very well i know that you like your stuff you like your things as yeah. do i obviously yeah we know so, <laughs> so much of the first or what i would say the, the this explosion nft transacting from kind of february you know what else okay the start of 2021 till was that april may june where kind of the, the bottom fell out of like market and transaction demand. How have you navigated that? Because me, like I always used to tweet $5 NFTs, $5 NFTs and, and, and still do because mm. like I, I'm excited because I just want to collect shit. And like, I think that there's going to, and there already is the, the, the collector, which has always been around and wasn't not there is really uh, has a more strong place and those creating for collectors, not for, I want to buy this because I want to make money on it, but I want to buy this because it brings me enjoyment and I yeah. get to look at it and see those things. How are you thinking about that? You know, versus, you know, a lot of pressure on the system was like floor prices and all that. And when I see your work, I'm like, I just want to collect your stuff. Exactly. Ty. And there's a lot, like, obviously my background in iconic is kind of like psychology through design you know, aesthetic intelligence and analytics and stuff. Um, and we're, we're combating that by a lot of things. One, by really just explaining who I am, going and trying people to relate to my story and my journey through, you know, the origin journals and then connecting those origin journals actually into the story um, so that you can kind of start to get emotionally invested into these characters and kind of my journey. And then also the idea of sneakers. I mean, sneakers is one of the biggest collective, collected assets, um, you know, out there. And, um, a lot of the sneakers you can't even obtain. They're, they're, they're too much money. There's not mon many of them. And half the time you're going to get fake ones, especially because they're, they're obviously grails and stuff like that. So there was another layer to this is like, okay, well, if I can create these characters based on these iconic sneakers, you kind of have a way of collecting those as well, kind of. And then also, you know, diving into a white space in the entire culture of, you know, Web3 and I think sneakers and collecting. So it's kind of like this like tornado of, of different psychological maneuvers we're trying to input into the project. Um, and I think storytelling is really our biggest strength right now. I mean, some of the stuff we're doing, I, I mean, I'm even surprised at myself, or, you know, just because we've never done something this expansive and spent seven months on something. Um, and these episodes kind of reflect that. And um, I mean, every episode has like so many different Easter eggs that, just dives into the the uh, character development of these characters. And um, I'm just really, really proud of our team and what we've done thus far with literally no budget. And so just imagine if we were it's to epic. have any budget. So it's like, I'm just proud. I'm really excited. I think I, I, I can say with, I usually I'm one that doesn't say things if I'm not confident about it, but I do think we're doing the best job at storytelling. I think we're doing the best job um, developing the franchise before it's launched. Uh, we're not launching NFTs, taking your money, and then figuring it out later. We've already figured it out, um, and now we're kind of giving it to you in the most unique way possible. Um, and that's that, that, that's that. Yeah, I I'm excited to see the storytelling continue to develop because I think it's uh, obviously when it comes to collecting, you know, and and memories and nostalgia, like it all just ladders back to what's what's the story and why and everyone has different emotional connections 
to things, whether that's someone's a more, they like Marge from the Simpsons or simply put like you watch Simpsons, like, are you more Lisa or are you more Bart, you know? And then all of a mm -hmm. sudden, four years later, the person that's a Lisa fan at their work desk has a random little Lisa, you know, caricature. And I think that that's what I'm most excited about is just, we spend so much time digitally on our phones, interacting, even our, our understanding of money and currency is far more digital now than physical. And this notion of like, we can collect digital things. That's why just blockchain technology is, is going to continue to be incredibly transformative because that's why social works for sharing memories, pictures, photos, etc. Now you can own them. And for all the shit that NBA Top Shot has taken, like the reality is there's still a lot of people transacting, buying and interested in those video moments because they're memories and moments and they signify those things. And when it, it can, the, the space continues to develop, how we interact, how we share, how we identify ourselves through these collectibles is going to be much more prevalent and a real unlock because currently, yeah. whether I go to your place in Arizona and I walk in and there's an aesthetic and a vibe and you've got claws stuff and you've got certain things on the wall, like that's all been physical. The greatest part about social was that it connected everyone at a fingertip. Now you can use these collectibles as well to tell your own story, who you are, curate your vibe. And doesn't have to do with, oh, I bought this for five bucks and I'm selling it for 12. Look at me. I'm so smart. Yeah, we, Tyler, like, I, I think you'd love this. I'm not even sure you've, you've done this yet, but, like, we took it a step further and created Manifest or Mint. Did you take that survey? I did not. So I, I just said, I just texted it to you, but it's Thank basically you. it's basically the same thing as Pottermore, where you kind of go on the Harry Potter site and you answer all these psychological questions and it, and it pairs Best you with a house. Yep. Right? So we took that same thing and we did it with, obviously, Sneak, so... We used it, in, in, it's called Manifest Your Mint, and it's basically an, an interactive survey from the GCA, which is a mysterious kind of corporation inside of, the, you know, the sneak story. But inside the survey, there's like a lot of storytelling and Easter eggs and kind of in, introduces you to what GCA is and what they do. But yeah, it's a psychological survey that, that will pair you with a sneak that aligns with your own personality. And then at the end, you can share your results and hopefully manifest your mint, but like, we like going through that process uh, was really fun. And everyone now is, is kind of sharing who they got and kind of rethinking who they want based like on like, they kind of get sentimental. They're like, Oh, like I wanted, I wanted Chuck, but I got, I, I got Bob. So like, man, I, I, I'm going to dive into Bob more because like, I guess me and Bob have something like, so like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, I, I just text you. I, I really want to see which one you get, but yeah, like, stuff yeah, like that is, is what we're doing. And it, it also ties into all the episodes and the actual story. So, Sweet. Excited to check that out. Yeah. All right. What, uh, what else cooking? So we've got sneaks. We've got the business. Ty got rugged. Can you hear me? There you go. Oh, well, because I have uh, the um, time tracker on my app. So every 15 minutes it comes up and tells me <laughs> shouldn't be doing this. And now my habit. I literally just, as an addict, just hit remind me later in 15 minutes every time. So it actually does nothing, but I still have it there. So that's what just happened. Uh, how do you think about, like, in real life stuff? Like, are you guys thinking about showing up? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, you, you know, it, we in, have the, a big in the most focused so. way, you all have been, like, heads down working out of this compound for the last two years. And it's 
crazy commendable. Like I see them, I go, yeah. Uh, how are you thinking? Yeah, about in real life stuff, kind of breaking out, getting back to some in-person stuff. Hey, Jeremy, Mark, do you want to go on that? I don't want to say too much there. Yeah, I'll I'll touch on it, and then Jeremy can lay on top. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, as mentioned earlier, the North Star, what drives everything, is uh, the story, which is ultimately told through media. So we're utilizing this media, the four videos we already put out, uh, the couple more videos that are, that are going to be coming in and around Mint, uh, to unlock micro experiences. One of them just mentioned the manifest your mints. Uh, we have a couple more. Um, it interacts with the smart contracts and engages the community. And then ultimately, uh, it's also going to unlock physical goods. Um, so I would say from like an in real life perspective, uh, the next thing will be maybe something small before. Um, but I would say like the next kind of bigger activation uh, will be at Art Basel in early December in Miami. Um, and kind of the same way that we've done stuff on our mint on august 31st um yeah we'll be launching you know some sort of media or aligned story that will coincide with something that happens in real life there and uh, we'll add on some physical products i'm really excited about physical products tyler like we you know we have yet to, to launch any of that um i what's, can't wait what's, to what's that look like is that like uh, uh we want to do it it's something in motion what what uh it's kind of as much as you can give on that side of things. I mean, it's all about the story. So it's really about, um, you know, Jeff is obviously, you know, controlling and creating the world. And obviously, yeah, there were certain, you know, physical items that, you know, we wanted to do, you know, from as simple as stuff like just merch. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, we went down the line of all of the types of physical product mediums that would align with the actual true core DNA of, kind of the macro story of the project or um, potentially physical products that align with one specific specific character, their attributes yeah. and, and such. Mark, I'll, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of alpha, but like the, the, the physical products are a large, a large part of the story. And um, that hasn't been really told yet, um, but very excited to show why and how that, that, you know, that'll come to be and you'll kind of find that more about when we mint but these products are one deeply integrated into the story and in some case about the story so um it's not just we're making like you know merch with logos on it and saying buy it um these are almost going to be props inside of the story and actually characters um in the story so wherever you your mind can go there but um that's all i'll say there but that's something i haven't really expressed yet uh how much or how little or uh was it an impact this whether it was disney marvel dc uh pokemon simpsons these kind of like ip based worlds that you know for me were like so impactful and and harry potter lord of the rings you know, uh, Game of Thrones, obviously, like this one. How, like, how do you think about what you're building as a similar thing? And what was, did, was there any specific inspiration? And then, Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, besides, besides all those things you named, which is kind of like macro inspiration, I mean, the, the stories actually, the actual stories actually inspired by my childhood and Steven Spielberg's childhood story. And I kind of merged them. And that's kind of what the character development in terms of like, the actual characters will actually end up being like but in terms of like what is the story about really 
and the similarities between other movies and, and different stuff like that is more on the lines of like small soldiers in Toy Story. <laughs> small um, soldiers was the greatest, yeah, right? So, the like, greatest. I, and like I haven't said really that much either. So, like if you understand those movies and where they lie and then know about what i've been storytelling you kind of understand where i'm going but i've i loved those stories growing up and i loved kind of breaking that weird wall of like it's a kids franchise but there's also a lot of adult themes and adult aspects to it um so i'm taking this i'm I'm kind of taking those type of movies that i've loved in my whole you know obviously childhood and i want to find white space basically in sneaker culture and then tell a story about that um so that's a little bit for you, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like Small Soldiers. So that's one of my favorites. Small Soldiers was I watched that movie so many times. My cousin put me up on on it, and we used to just rip through it to no end because my cousin was like ten years older than me, but he got a lot of the more like adult thematics and just that that humor. Like, it, you it's know what they wanted, dude? Yeah, you know. that's probably that that movie is probably it. it they had such a a big merchandising. Uh, mass opportunity there, and they didn't. They like didn't do much with it. Yeah, they like went off of that. People like action figures, but they didn't like land their own in a big way. Yeah, it's so um, strange, and it was so good too. Those characters were great. They were real quick. It is currently one thirty-seven p.m. on the East Coast, um, and I want to take this thirty seconds for anyone that's listening. One of the things that I believe in with one thirty-seven massively is that this notion of that time will and be the biggest unlock for our awareness around what we're building in our brand. And if you are listening to this, we are going to be starting to do a lot more giveaways and communal based stuff at that moment. And so what I would say is if you set your alarm on your phone for 1.37 PM on a day on every day or Monday through Friday, or however you do it and screenshot that you said it tweet me we're going to send you something or none you do that we're going to send you something and then each day as we continue to go we're going to be doing different easter eggs and giveaways at that time so it'll benefit people to have their alarm go off as a remembrance just wanted to get that out there it's definitely something and, and a uh I love initiative that. that we're looking to drive i'm pretty excited about it um what on the small soldiers and, and, you know, like what you're talking about with the manifesto and what is always funny to me is like a lot of times, whether it's Groot or like these alt characters or these very nuanced players in these larger worlds get these like massive fan adoption. Um, And so like, do you, are you thinking about, are there main characters are there like oh, yeah. characters? How, how are you thinking about the building so, out of that? Like Pumbaa or Timon, like their role in Lion King compared to like Scar and them, maybe smaller, maybe different, but like massive, you know, supporters and, and all that. Yeah, we are basically going to be giving or putting out a ranking, um, which reflects kind of like the popularity um, and who, who the characters we're going to focus on based on their threat level. Um, but that's this that's something we're actually launching this week. Um, but yeah, we've all very hard and deep about that and excited to show everyone how we're thinking of, you know, the main characters, supporting characters, et cetera. Tyler, what are, what are you most excited about in life and business in, in general? Whew. 
we um I'm most excited about what we're building, obviously, with, with 137. I, for me, the real truth is um, uh, our team is 36, 37 people. Um, it, I, I took over as general manager of 137 PM about 18 months ago. Uh, and in that time period, I have learned an immense amount. I've grown an immense amount. Um, we have gone through in the last kind of a couple of weeks a pretty intense kind of restructuring, reorganization of of our team uh, to just add a little bit more structure and guidance and leadership uh, for a lot of kind of our like newer employees. I think that everything in media is being completely rewritten. I think I've been using this notion a lot of uh, like I knew D Rock. I knew. Jeff and Mark before I knew what TikTok was. And at that time, we would probably have sat around and said, like, it's late to the game in social. Um, and then something like TikTok comes along and here comes YouTube shorts. And we're back to talking about Facebook reels. And when I think about the blockchain, like I'm more confident than ever that like it is it's never, it's never going backwards. When people tell me that they're late or missed out on NFTs, I'm like, people said that and then they didn't jump on TikTok or they're not doing Facebook Reels. So for me, it's been personal growth. That's what I'm very excited about. I'm trying to become a better leader, better manager, better mentor. Um, I'm meditating like every day, which is wild. I'm reading this book called Breathe right now. Um, and I'm learning about how mouth breathing is like incredibly detrimental to human health and we all need to be thinking about that more so i can keep going on and on but i'm excited about a lot of damn shit right now hey guys i have Love a couple it. questions yeah. about the project oh nice what do we got erica yeah yeah no Clean, um... go off i appreciate the art- <laughs> i appreciate the article too amazing job yes yeah, so we we do have an article on snakes of nature coming out pretty soon um, 12 p.m. PST, 3 p.m. EST, and just wanted to say stay tuned for that. But also another thing, Jeff, you were talking about a viral sneaker design that you designed. Um, could you tell us what that is? And also just for people who you know aren't aware of sneaker culture and they're looking at these sneaks, um, what you call them, these creatures, what are they inspired by? I know that they're inspired by your sketches, um, or just elements of sneaker culture. Um, I see the heart, you know, kind of reminds me of the Comme des Garçons heart from um, sneakers that I see, but, you know, feel free to enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So all the characters, there's 23 characters, main characters, and they're all designed and inspired by the most iconic sneakers in the world. Um, and, you know, if you're a sneaker fan, you can definitely point a lot of them out. Um, real diehard sneakerhead can probably all do all 23 pretty uh, easily, but you know, going deeper, you know, each each actually character is also inspired by the actual pop culture in which um, it's also inspired. So, like that could include like the name of the actual character, um, the you know some of the their special powers and their their uh, their character traits, um, but. In terms of the your first question, yeah, in 2016, I did a I made Kanye West face made out of the 350 boost, 
Um, and that went viral in, in a bunch of sneaker, you know, even culture media uh, picked it up. And I saw it as my opportunity to kind of, hey, like, no one's really storytelling around sneakers right now. It was kind of like they were just posting photos of the sneakers uh, just on like a studio background. And that was being circulated throughout all the different platforms and media. And I'm like, well, there's a way larger, cooler way of kind of showcasing these sneakers um, that no one's really doing. And from that day on, I, you know, I, like I said previously, I made over 500 of them in the last five years. Um, wow. It's crazy. Can, yeah. It's, it's wild. And the, some of them, you know, some actually, some of those designs actually made into the actual sneaks characters, uh, which is a really cool homage to my past, but some of them are kind of reinventions and, um, it was really difficult to kind of take this style I developed, which is like the hyper-realism of uh, sneaker art, and then into this more minimal cartoon uh, style that really transcends time and can be kind of timeless, which was kind of the point, um, I guess. So, Yeah, definitely. I can see this type of art, you know, regardless of what age you are as something that people can like, whether you're yeah, a child or you're an adult. Yeah, exactly. And like... I've been like showing this to some like my nieces and nephews and like they're obsessed with these characters. They, every day they, they want more and it's like, we can't move fast enough, but it's also a way for like parents to get their kids into characters that they actually resonate with as well. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm over at my buddy's house and they're watching Peppa the pig and they can care less about this pig from the UK. And like, why not create characters that actually they, they're like, oh, wow, I know everything about that character. I know what, you know, was inspired by. Like, I actually had those shoes growing up. Like, you can go on and on. Like, I watched that movie that that was inspired by, like, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a really cool way for parents to care about the stuff that they're feeding to their children as well and not just throw something on that's random. Jeff, you just made Erica's life. She's absolutely obsessed with Peppa the Pig. Um, and so she's now validated for that <laughs> obsession. Yeah, way to yeah. make me sound super weird on this basis. Yeah. <laughs> what, as we talk about selecting other characters? Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's a lot there. You have a do you have a favorite sneaker character? Oh, favorite sneaker? I mean, yeah, my favorite is the uh, Off-White Air Max 90, um, the white version. Um, that's my favorite sneaker. And also the Air Mag, obviously, that's if I can own one sneaker, that'd be it. Yeah, that, that's pretty fun. I'm excited about the the Ronnie Feig, Roger Federer on dual pack that's about to drop. But yeah, that, that, that content was Yeah, cool. that was pretty cool. All right, um, we're coming to the end here. We got any other questions? Nice to see a little moonbird in here. Um, if we got any other questions, please feel free to jump in. Please feel free to jump in. Otherwise, we'll be dropping the article online. It sounded like at 3 p.m. today. Um, and you can check out Sneaks in Nature more. Yes. If you're tuned in here, there's a lot of different links to check out their socials. Um, otherwise, you can find us at 137pm.com and then the subsequent social sites. Jeff, I also wanted to ask you, I know the lore or the background story is a bit fictional for um, the media purposes, but I do find that story of you and your dad um, very 
interesting and also touching. Could you just tell us which parts are true, like what the illustrations that yeah. you guys did together? Yeah. So obviously the illustrations I didn't make when I was actually a kid, that's kind of what the father and son did. And they did those together and that's kind of his way of a treasure map for if anything happened to him, he could kind of find those again and figure out what happened and, and figure out all the answers that he needs, uh, you know, or questions he needs answered. But yeah, I mean, me and my dad used to collect sneakers together growing up. Um, it was a large part of kind of our bonding and he used to, you know, even take me out of school to go sh uh, sneaker shopping and he kind of got me into it. He actually had, he had one of the biggest collections I've seen when I was growing up and then he kind of slowly died out and I kind of picked up after him. Um, but there's a little bit of that, and that's the true uh, element of the story. But the a lot of the truth to the actual character development and story is based around also uh, Steven Spielberg's childhood. So if you want to go check out his childhood, you'll kind of get an idea of the son and father's relationship. Um, and then there's also the element of sci-fi in there. So there's there's some fictional stuff, obviously um, as well. So it's kind of like this this big mashup of really really unique and cool stories that either touched me inspired me and um i'm kind of taking the best elements out and hopefully telling the best story i can love it love it thank you so much for explaining and i'm looking forward to seeing how the story evolves thank you yeah it's, it's exciting trust me i appreciate it All right, one uh, one final opportunity. If people want to pop on stage, fire away a question. Otherwise, we can do a little thirty second countdown and uh, round this thing up. I'm always blown away at how fifty five minutes goes by like two seconds. Well, have a great day, evening, afternoon, week, everyone. Appreciate you taking the time to tune in, and uh, I'll wrap it up with a stay curious, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Make sure to join our live Twitter spaces every week to participate in exclusive Q&As so you can be part of the next episode. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow at NFT137 on Twitter. Web37 is a 1.37pm podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.